Hey, before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to let you know that our course and coaching program called Youth Ministry Growth Accelerator now offers a three-month and six-month payment plan, which makes enrolling easier than ever. Just head over to growyouryouthministry.com and sign up today. And as an added bonus, if you join by Friday, May 17th, we're offering a free student leadership launch workshop, which will help you build and launch your student leadership team from the ground up. I can't wait to see you in the program so we can start accelerating the growth of your youth ministry today. All right, let's get into the episode. Today, we're taking a look at best practices for your next parent meeting. Welcome to the Ministry Coach Podcast, where we bring you weekly tips and tactics to help you fast track the growth and health of your youth ministry. If this is the first time we're meeting, my name is Jeff Lascola, and this is Kristen Lascola. And tonight we're going to talk all about parent meetings, everything that you want them to be and they aren't. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Quite a cliffhanger intro. Um, well, I don't know what that even means. I don't either. So let's just keep going. Everything you want to know about parent meetings. This is a suggestion from a listener or watcher. That sounds creepy. This is from a listener. <laughs> a watcher. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I thought it was a great episode totally. topic idea because... Um, whether you've been doing youth ministry for a while and maybe you've never done a parent meeting, it just didn't cross your mind or you've done a few, have some under your belt or you're like, yeah, that's something I should start and you're brand new. I think we can hit some suggestions for all of those people, wherever you find yourself, right. because the parent meeting, it's one of those things that I think I paid a lot of dumb tax on. And if you're not familiar with dumb tax, I don't know. Does anyone use that phrase? You're the only person I know that says it. Okay. We say it at North Coast Church and it's basically like someone goes before you and they screw up and they do a really bad job and, and they get, learn from it. You get to learn from it as right. well. So it's kind of the saying of like, I've already paid the dumb tax gotcha. for you. Let me enlighten you so that you don't have to pay dumb tax. And so I think what I used to think parent meetings should be, and I kind of cringe when I look back at my first few of how I did them. And, you know, I have to like, I, I can't really like say, oh, it's okay, little Kristen, because <laughs> she doesn't exist. But <laughs> I kind of feel like saying that, like, oh, you tried. You tried. Like, <laughs> how, how precious. You worked really hard, but you missed the mark. So <laughs> I think what I used to feel like the parent meeting was, was I would carve out a full hour and I was so passionate about youth ministry. I just figured the parents wanted to know all about it. Right. Like that they were like on the edge of their seat. Tell me more about your mission statement and more PowerPoint slides and all of that. And so I used to kind of make them way too long and I would go through my mission statement and then tell them step-by-step step how we accomplish those things in mm. our youth ministry, which isn't a horrible idea, but I just did it very poorly. The execution was off. It was way too long. The amount of useful information mm. versus just information, I think that was like off balance yeah. a little bit. Because when a parent comes to a parent meeting, 
And now maybe it's because I am a parent now. I'm like, tell me what I need to know, mm. make it quick and let's get out of here because you are the 800th thing on my list right. to do today. Whereas when you're 21 years old, you're like, this is it. Everyone's <laughs> coming to hear about youth ministry. So, I'm speaking. So everybody must want to hear it. Right. right. No, not true. Especially parents. They have way too much to do. So it was very boring and very long and probably very uninteresting. So here's some tips today. We're going to talk about how to keep it short, lively, visual, and resourceful. So those are the ones you want to hit. Short, lively, visual, and resourceful because parents need to leave and think to themselves, that was worth it. Mm. I'm glad I did that. You don't want them to leave and go, why didn't she just send an email? You know, like, I, why did I show up here? Some parents are highly relational and they're yeah. going to be like your number one fan and want to come to that kind of stuff. There's those kinds of people. But we want to make sure we hit the people that are like, hey, make this worth my while. So um, let's start with when. When should you do a parent meeting? Well, I only do one a year because there's a difference between bring your parents night, mm. like an open house, and that falls on a program night. And we can do an episode on that. But I'm not talking about that tonight. I'm talking about this is like your parent meeting. And so I do this once a year and it's the it's on a program night and it's the first Tuesday that the fifth graders transition to sixth graders, like the first time they're invited to come to a midweek program. So we put the meeting on that program night. I schedule it for right before and I carve out 30 minutes now. So right now our program starts at 6.30. I would probably start the parent meeting at six o'clock mm -hmm. and that will force me to keep it moving quick. And so they can have their kid come with them. And honestly, I open it up to all parents because say you came mid-year and you never got to meet right. and greet and all of that. It's like, it's open to everyone, but I laser focus on the brand new parents of fifth turning into sixth graders. So let me stop you for a second. Why do you prefer to do it before program as opposed to after program? <clears throat> so I'll kind of get into that because okay. this is, this is what's going to help them transition in. So um, your church might be a little different, but the first time that a kid comes to a midweek program is when they're in sixth grade. We don't have midweek programs for children. Mm -hmm. So for our sixth grade parents, like this is a brand new, like, oh my goodness, I'm just dropping you off at church at okay. night for two hours. Like, what is this? And it makes them a little nervous. And so this is a great like way for the two to blend. Like parents get to park and come in and meet people mm -hmm. and get acclimated and kind of see where their kid is going to be. And like ask any questions like, do I need to sign in this okay. or that? You know, so it just helps them kind of acclimate to the environment, see where their kid's going to be. And then they can either, I'll get into this too, but they can choose to stick around for a little bit and watch some of the program or leave and come back. But I just think it's a perfect transitional segue not to have it on a different night of the week. Like, okay, well, our youth group's on Tuesday, we're going to have a meeting on Monday right. night to, it's like, no, just make it on the They're same. They're going to be there anyways. Well, and you want them to be there anyways. Like that's a great incentive of like, what if their kid is kind of nervous about mm. coming? Well, they've already been there for a half hour. They've met some of the leaders. They've met some of the 
other students. Right. They've seen the environment. Their parents walked in with them. Because I don't know about you guys, but our parents do not walk their kids in. Their The parents drop their kids off and leave. So for a sixth grader, you don't want to be that weird kid whose mommy is walking them in, <laughs> but you also don't want to get dropped off on the parking lot yeah. and walk in like, hi, I'm new. And it's it's awkward if you don't come with a friend. So I think that's a really good way. Like you're already in the building. You're already here. Might as well stick around for right. a program. So that's kind of why I do it on that day and during that time of year. And I think it just goes really well. And I also make sure I do it in the junior high room. So I don't... Um, you say that because you don't normally do your midweek program in the junior high room. You do it in the sanctuary. I do. Um, but I kind of just want them to have that smaller feel of like, hey, this is where you come on Sundays. Yeah. and. There's so much more junior high friendly things in there, you know, if the students are coming with their parents. So I feel like it, it's just a lot more comfortable in there. Okay. So right when the parents walk in, there's already info sheets on their chairs. So I want to make sure that the first thing they do is give me some accurate information. We want parent information and student information. Mm -hmm. So this will be first and last name for the kid. It'll be their birthday, their address, their phone number. And then for the parents, we want first and last name, address, phone number, and all of that. So that helps us at least know who came and make sure we have accurate information. The other thing you want to do is I usually make little packets and hand them to my volunteer leaders, and they hand these out to parents throughout the meeting. So in this packet is our summer calendar, because like I said, I do this right at transition time. So we're going right into summer. So then the parents already have, oh, wow, look at all the events that my kid can mm -hmm. participate in. They get both permission slips for summer camp and a summer camp flyer. And those are things that are physically in their hand that they can do something with. And then the night will begin. So if you want to do anything fancy and fun, extra, like have coffee or treats or something like that. I've noticed parents aren't big on that kind of stuff. So yeah. I used to do it, but then I'm like, eh, coffee and water is usually enough. Uh, they don't, I don't know. They're like all business sometimes. Yeah. So, and then the, the kids just end up eating it all. So if you want to give stuff for the kids, <laughs> go ahead. So we start off the night by, I start off introducing myself and let me highlight the word briefly. Okay. Hmm. Pastors, don't be pastory here, okay? <laughs> because we can talk. And when it's about ourselves, we can really talk. So nobody needs to know your full call into ministry and your testimony and why you love junior hires. Maybe a little bit, but keep it literally... A couple sentences. Yeah, I was going to say you shouldn't introduce yourself more than 30 seconds. You know, I usually say like, hey, you know, I'm the middle school pastor. My name's Kristen. I've worked at North Coast for the past 18 years, all with middle schoolers. I love them. Um, I'm super excited for this new class coming up um, and looking forward to getting to know you guys and your student and raising a new generation for Jesus. So let's get into it. You know, yeah. that's all you need to know. Anything else they want to know, they can ask, right. but they don't really care where you got your MDiv or whatever. So just like, who cares? Then number two, I like to introduce the leaders in the room. So I ask my small group leaders to come to this meeting too. And I just kind of point them out like, oh, hey, that's Quinn. He's a seventh grade boy, small group leader. Oh, that's Drea. She's an eighth grade girl, small group leader. And they just wave, you know, and it just gives a little bit of reference of, oh, 
ah, yes, adults work here. Um, <laughs> and I usually have my leader bio boards up there too. And I think on our episode about room decor, yeah. you can find out information about those, but it's basically these uh, like gator board, small boards that have the leader picture and some stats and fun facts about them so that anyone at any time can see, walk in the room and see who is working with their kids. So after you've described or introduced yourself, introduce your leaders. Very briefly, you're going to move on to your vision. Now, remember, I said I used to go through my mission statement piece by piece, hour by hour, and tell them why I wrote it the way I did. And I was so proud of it. And it had a PowerPoint slide for every phrase. And it's like, let's just keep this simple. But I want them to know a little bit of like, what's our purpose? Because you know what is crazy is a lot of parents grew up not going to youth group. And so this is like a brand new experience for them. And they're like, maybe got invited by a neighbor or a friend, or, you know, they might not be a part of your church. Like what Mm. is like youth group? What is chaos? What is the bridge? What is (laughs) velocity? What are these youth groups, you know? (laughs) And so I tell them just very quickly, and this isn't verbatim, but it might be something like this. Hey guys, here's why we do what we do. We want to help students understand the truth of who God is, how much he loves them, what he's done for them in a fun church environment where your student can connect to staff, peers, and God. So in a meaningful way, something like that. I feel like that's not super eloquent, but it hits all the bases and it's quick. And then you're going to show them how you do that, but in a way that's not theoretical, but more purposeful. Like, Mm. okay, so here's what you as a parent can expect. Again, parents want the nuts, the bolts. What do I do? Action items. Give me something to fill out. Give me a list. Don't just bore me to death with your ministry philosophy. So I take them through, I guess, the pillars of our ministry of how their family and their student can participate right off the bat and accomplish connecting with God, connecting with his word and connecting with people in a meaningful way. Because I designed the whole ministry around that. Here's how you can jump in. Number one, weekend services. I tell them about Saturday and Sunday morning services, describe a little bit about how those work and what they do. And parents like to know little details. Do I have to check my kid in? Do they just come down? Do I have to come pick them up? So you might want to give them some procedures and protocols. Mm. Those are the things parents are interested in. Um, If parents, I've had a parent or two ask about my teaching, like, what do you guys teach and stuff like that. So if you feel like rolling that in, I mean, I wouldn't give your 365 calendar of like, here's what I'm going to be teaching in December. Like you could just say we do a mix of topical and book study, character study, whatever, you know, some of your bigger series that you do, you might want to mention and who is going to be doing that teaching. Is it you? Is it you know, guest speakers, whatever. And then I tell them about our midweek program, which is great. You're already here. It's Tuesday. You guys are going to get to have so much fun tonight. I hope you're going to stick around for a midweek program. It's called chaos. It starts at 630 right after this meeting. Here's what we're going to be doing. Number one, you guys are going to be able to go to the snack shack and everything's a dollar. You guys can buy candy. Then we're going to come into the auditorium. So you kind of walk them through. Here's what you can expect. And parents, if you want to stick around and as long as it's okay with your student and kind of view from the outside, you're welcome to stay as long as possible, as long as you want. All right. And then I kind of take them through <laughs> as long as possible. So as long as, as, long possible. as you can stand it. 
But if you hate it, leave. <laughs> um, and then we might, I might mention, and then, you know, coming up at the end of summer, we have some student leadership opportunities for you guys, for you to get more involved in serving inside the church and outside the church. We have a student leadership team called SOS. I'm going to tell you a lot more about it at the end of summer, but just so that you're aware, there's something pretty cool that you can be a part of. Then I'm going to draw their attention to the monthly calendar. Hey, and if you guys will pull out that packet that uh, those leaders passed out to you, you have the entire summer calendar right here. This is everything we're doing this summer. You'll notice we have monthly events for your student to be able to just jump in and start getting connected. We have an amazing summer camp coming up. Speaking of summer camp, here are the dates and you already have the permission slips in that packet. We're going to go ahead and show you exactly what that's going to look like. It's called Adventure Whitewater. Cue the commercial and it's a recap video of our whitewater rafting trip so parents can actually see it. You will not believe how much more willing parents are to sign their kid up for something when they've been able to see it. Yeah. You know, because I get so many questions about like, are, are there bears? Are they up in like <laughs> tents? Do they sleep in cabins? The bears? Like, <laughs> the bears? Where do the bears sleep? And when a parent sees, oh, this has been done and yeah. there's, everyone's wearing life jackets and they're, you know, you, you create trust so I would have a summer camp recap mm. ready to go um, when you start talking about your camps and retreats. Also, if you e want to... Even if it's a slideshow, if you don't have a cinematic yeah. you know, version of your of your last summer camp, if you, you probably have some pictures, at least that can kind of put some Yeah, pictures would in there. definitely be second best for sure. If that's all you can do, better than nothing. Right. Here, you know, we did talk on our last episode about some like setting some goals mm. for things you'd like to get done this year. Here's one. If you haven't thought of your five goals or whatever it might be, having a youth group commercial for this mm. particular meeting. So like throughout the year, invest in someone who can film little snippets of small groups and then the main teaching and worship and a fun game and a student testimony, a service project, and then put together a 60 second upbeat fun recap that you can show yeah. to kind of showcase. This is who we are. It can be on your website at all. Times yeah. Too. That's what I was going to say. You could put it on the website. You could show it at this meeting. Yeah. I think it would just, that would be a great way to start this meeting and then additionally having the summer camp video. Right. I think both and, would be great. And just to speak on that for a second, I think it really could be as simple as taking out your phone or, you know, I'll say iPhone or Galaxy or whatever the other brands are. I feel like some of the phones now are like just ridiculous, the kind of video they take. So don't think you'd have to be like, I better hire a videographer if you can. And you know, they even all have the all better. those editing apps. Right. And it's just like, all it does is pick like your, you like select. I don't know the names of the apps, but I see them advertised all the time. Like you select a few um, from your photo yeah. library. And it'll just dazzle and it them up. It. Right. For you. It's kind of it's ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. don't. Don't think it's got to be over the top. And it's like, well, I have the budget to, to hire a videographer, but yeah, good point. everybody has a phone and, you know, you should be filming a lot of your events anyways. Like, you know, whether it's you or your leaders, have someone kind of go around or games, you know, if like, hey, we're playing a fun game tonight. Let's have somebody just kind of film a few seconds just to kind of archive that stuff. 
and then put it together in a in a cool video recap video of the year. Yeah, agreed. Um, okay, and then when you're kind of done with all of that, you want to wrap up the meeting by pointing them to how they can find information on a consistent basis. So what I tell them is, hey, I send out a parent email every Monday and I try to keep you guys in the loop with what's coming up next. So if you'll make sure that info card that was on your seat is filled out, I can make sure you're in our database and that you receive those emails. Also, we have a website. It's chaosjh.com and we update our calendar and you can meet the rest of the staff on that that way and see any videos or things you want to see. And then you can point them also to your social media. If any of you are on Instagram, find us at chaosjh and then you can see updates of what's coming up and recaps of what your students did on the weekend or on Tuesday. And then, um, again, parents like to be resourced and know. So this is a good time to fill them in on any pertinent rules or procedures. So we have a somewhat unique pickup procedure because where parents drop off is different than where they pick them up. Mm. It's a different parking lot. And so I make sure I kind of run through that with them and like put them at ease. Like, Hey, we have like a security guard and he's going to be out there. And we have plenty of adults in the parking lot, making sure your kid's going to get safely to the car. And then if you have any rules, like we aren't allowed to have skateboards on our campus per our insurance. So I just make sure students know that. But if you have any other rules like cell phone policies or I don't, even try to fight that battle. But I know some <laughs> youth groups do like, we make them put their cell phone in a basket and blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm, not going to work for us. So that's a good place to end it. That should be about the 30 minute mark, um, maybe slightly shy of 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you ask for questions and then just make sure you stick around the room afterwards. Cause some parents are more like the one-on-one question right. type or they had a question that only applies to them. Right. That's what I was going to say. There's always that. My son is allergic to glue. Will you be using glue? <laughs> you know, you're like, I don't know, probably. One time we got <laughs> on a permission slip where it asks for allergies the mom wrote green things that grow. And I'm like, hmm. so like everything, everything outside? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, I probably should have followed up more with that one, but I was like, what? Green things that grow. Okay, we're going to the mountains. Right. <laughs> so good luck. Hope you have an EpiPen. Um, I had a friend in high school. We went to cross country camp, as cool as that was. That I, I saw Did you his, date a lot in high school? No, I don't even know what dating was. I saw on his form, and we made fun of him for basically the rest of his life. It said, uh, medical concerns, excessive earwax. Yikes. I was like, what? That just sounds like a, a cleanliness kind of thing. Get some Q-tips and you're good, man. Maybe it was like a big problem. I, and he like kind of laughed it off. And we never truly got like the answer. The, like, was that is that really like? Do you really have that problem? Nobody or do you here just has <laughs> excessive earwax, Michael. <laughs> Somebody does. I have hot dog fingers. All right, what else you got? Is that the end? Um, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. That's the parent meeting. So enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> With you talking about how you know you're keeping it the 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 meeting short. It just in my head, all I could think of was like, there's this graph. I feel like of degree of separation. So whoever you're talking about, the further away that person is from me, the level of interest I have drops. Ooh, yeah. Where are you talking about me? 
I'm all ears. Yeah. Are you talking about my kid? I'm all ears. Yeah. Are you talking about my kid's friend? Well, I know who that is, so I'm kind of interested. Are you talking about a stranger? I don't, you know, I don't know who that is. I could care less. You know, the further away you get, it's like no interest whatsoever. Yeah. For those of you watching on YouTube right now, you're going to see our dog Shortcake, who's been trying to get in the door behind us. And <laughs> so I'm, I'm doing my best to ignore her, but she's there. All right. With that said, question of the day is... When you need that midnight snack, what is your go-to food? Popcorn. Oh, okay. even in the middle of the night, you're like you'd be willing to pop some corn. <laughs> I don't ever get up to eat in okay. the middle. So of the it's night. almost more of like I'm about to go to bed. Yeah. Soon, and I'm yeah. hungry. Yeah. That's Always a good popcorn. One. Mine's olives, and I know you have that just absolute loathe of olives. Disgusting. But green olives specifically, Spanish olives. That's kind of my go-to. You know. I can't say I hate any food except for olives. I hate them. <laughs> and that is what I eat before I go to bed. Not every night, but if I'm really hungry. All right, let's do a comment of the day. Yay, I love these. This comes from the episode, Why Being a Youth Pastor is the Best Job in the World. Mm. And this is from Pastor Fred Twerry, and I hope I am pronouncing your name right. And Pastor Fred writes, my review is that you guys... And he specifies both of you, not just you. Why would that even be? Because we all know I'm just a pretty face. <laughs> I'm not really here to contribute anything else. <laughs> both of you are. You give me someone to talk to. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> talk at. Both of you are amazing and are super helpful to us youth pastors. It is the best job ever for reasons you named, sharing the gospel, but also hanging out with teens that need to feel loved. I appreciate these videos a lot. I laugh a lot and often watching these in a good way. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> you both work well together. Thank you so Aww, much, Pastor, Pastor Fred. Fred. That was so sweet. Yes, we love hearing from you guys. We would love for you to leave a review on whatever podcast you are listening to right now. Not whatever podcast, specifically our podcast, but whatever <laughs> podcast player you're listening to. And also, if you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment or review there as well. This was an episode based off of a comment we got just recently. So go ahead and put one in the in the comment section if you have an idea for an episode that you really want us to do. And we'll hopefully be able to get to it as soon as possible. <laughs> I'm trying to go as fast as possible because our dog, dog is trying to get Can in you the see room. her? Can they see her? The I little sure dachshund face in the window. She's obnoxious. Well, thank you guys so much oh, for watching and needy. listening. And we will see you, you next, next time. time.